What's up, people? Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do in all spaces that you all occupy. of them, all of them. Hey, I'm Conroy. We got Tony here, and today we got a wonderful, wonderful guest. Um, he is up and coming. He's a creative. Um, we have Eli Rooney on the podcast today. Also, hey, before we jump into this, share this, man. Give us a rating. Also, shout out to MSW Media. We're grateful for you guys. Let's jump into this podcast. What do you think, Tony? Let's do it. What are we waiting on? Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Authentically Us. Pull up a chair, get comfortable. Today we got Eli Rooney uh with us on the podcast. He's um into visual effects and holograms. He's a creative. Yo, Eli, what's going on, bro? What's up with you? You know, I'm just chilling, you know. Had a long day, so what about yourself? Chilling, we're here. So excited to have you on today. It's gonna be a good oh, one. Oh yeah. Excited to be here. I'm blessed. Appreciate the uh the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Eli, talk to us about uh, what your childhood was like growing up, where you're from. Wow, okay. Um, story of my life. <laughs> um, born in Manhattan, born in Manhattan, New York. Uh, lived in the Bronx till I was nine, then I moved to PA. And then um, when I was about like 14, I moved to Jersey. And, you know, I currently live in Jersey right now. I lived in West Orange and now in Bloomfield. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, they're just, uh, they're about like 40-ish minutes away from New York City. So, you know, I've kind of been living near the New York City metropolitan area all my life. That's awesome. That's cool. What part of PA? What part of PA were you living yeah, in? Yeah, man. Uh, I have a rule that I don't really talk about PA. It wasn't like the best experience for me. But uh, do you know East Strasburg? Yeah. yeah. We're from We're yeah. from Pennsylvania. That's why. Uh, what part? What part? Uh, Chambersburg is about an hour from Harrisburg. Oh, it's not over there. Yeah, you're deep. Y'all, y'all deep in VA. We are. We yeah. are very much so. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, That's cool, though. You, you, you traveled a lot, um, especially in the Northeast, uh, being in like New York, PA, and, and Jersey, which are all very different experiences. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Um, I didn't realize how good I had it back in New York until I moved to PA. Um, now, you know, don't get me wrong, it's, you know, getting negatives in all places, but um, everything was a lot closer and a lot more um, accessible in New York. And when I moved out to PA, it was just like, like in the middle of the mountains, you know what I'm talking about? I always tell people it would take me five minutes by car just to get to like the next like gas station just to get like snacks and stuff. Like it was just like way too far. And then when I moved to Jersey, it was like a nice, it was like a nice in between it. Like things didn't feel too close. Like the corner store just didn't feel like the corner store, at least where I lived. But it also didn't feel like I had to travel like, like, like two miles to get a snack. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I feel like Jersey's like the nice in between, which is weird because like a lot of people from New York, they'd be like, nah, we're not messing with Jersey. We're not messing with Jersey. But, um, you know, I, I think Jersey's like a nice in between. It's, it's, it's a nice solid in between. Yeah. We got to love the, I live in, I live in the West Coast now, SoCal, and I do miss 
I do miss aspects of the Northeast, like directness. You know, I miss directness. I don't yeah. miss the cold. Definitely don't miss that. So you guys can can have that. You can keep it. I, I don't want that either, but here we are. So, <laughs> you know. Um, so w- what got you into uh virtual effects? Okay, so um bear with me on this one. Bear with me on this one. When I lived in the Bronx, I could I it's so funny. Uh, when I used to live in the Bronx, I used to like telling stories. I like to be like, even if it didn't make any sense, it would have been like the most wildest story about me going to the store. It just made no sense. Um, but I like, you know, I like telling stories. And then when I moved to PA, um, I learned how to draw. I was inspired by my friends to draw and get creative and stuff. So I feel like throughout like my childhood, I've always been like that creative person. Like, oh yeah, if you need like a drawing or if um, if Eli's doing anything specific, it's probably like drawing in the back. So, and it was between like, you know, drawing, painting, um, graphic design, photography, like all these other arts, all these other mediums I just love to do. But my thing is that I wanted to be known for like doing it all. But mm. when you're an artist, you're supposed to be known for doing like one specific thing. Mm. And then once you become known for that, then you could kind of venture out and do whatever you want. But I really want to be known for doing pretty much everything. So um, one day when I one day when I'm uh, how old was I? 23? Yeah, I think it was like 23, 24-ish. Um, I was looking up videos on how to become a better photographer. Um, I was trying to, you know, just look up video, videos on YouTube. And then there was this one YouTube video that was like, oh, learn how to make a hologram like this specific um, photographer. The photographer's name is Peter McKinnon, um, one, of, one of my favorite photographers. So I was just like, all right, bet Peter McKinnon made like a whole video, but it wasn't him. It was somebody else with the clickbait. My thing was, is that this man, Andrew James, taught me how to make a hologram in like five minutes. And mm. granted, it took me like eight hours at that time, but it, it, he broke it down in a way where I feel like I could have done it, right? Um, after doing it, after posting on Instagram, you know, that video, that video of me just displaying a hologram, it got like 500 views. And like 500 views is not that big of a deal, but for me, I was going from like, like two likes to like 500 likes, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was getting a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback. And I was just like, wait a minute, I could tell stories. I could get creative. I could pretty much do whatever I want as long as I tap my glasses and have a hologram pop out. And then, you know, just another side bit of me wanting to be a YouTuber and, you know, create skits and stories and all that stuff. So um, I know that's, that's the long story, but, you know, it's the truth is it's just I want to be able to do it all and just um, be known for doing it all. Mm. No, I I think that's cool that like you are you're defining what the normal uh trajectory is for artists. Like you don't wanna be known for one specific thing and then do everything. You're trying to do everything right from the jump. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think I think it what what's cool about it is that you're just going for it, you know? And right. especially like being very specific in what you're doing like yes you can do a lot of other things but i i did want to pull back a little bit and um i wanted to ask like when did you know you were creative and like what sparked like hey maybe i should like really like lean into this i 
Wow. Um, I feel like that's a two-part question. I'm going to answer the first part. I've always had a sense that I was always thinking outside the box, at least visually, but -hmm. I think it was confirmed back in high school, um, more specifically, um, when I lived in New Jersey, you know, in high school, West Orange High School. um, I noticed that I didn't have, like, the best drawings or the best paintings, but a lot of people was like, how did you think of that? Like, how did you think of that concept out of all concepts? like I don't know how to explain it. It's just like it was very solidified when people, other people started realizing like my imagination was different, and it was pretty good. Like the drawings were really good, but it wasn't like the best, the best, or you know maybe like an eight out of ten. But the point is, is like like on an imagination scale, it was like a fifteen out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I you know, I think it was literally the moment that I posted my first hologram video. Um, ironically, I was trying to promote my, um, graphic design stuff on a website and I thought it would be pretty cool to do it on a video, um, with the holograms and all that stuff. And once again, it was just like the whole, like, it was just like all the love, all the feedback. Um, I did a terrible job explaining it before, but I would be, I would get like, I would get like 50 likes the most, the most on like a graphic, graphic, um, graphic design post. Um, and this was before real. So it was like, it was like a big struggle. You know what I'm talking about? It was just like, mm-hmm. how am I getting my, my art out there? How is people just going to know um, what I do? But then as soon as I came out with this video with the hologram, man, everybody loved it, you know? Um, and yeah, I think it was at that moment. I was like, all right, maybe I should, um, you know, still kind of graphic design, but let's lean more into the visual effects out of it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, talk to us about like what, like, for the for for us me and tony you know we we i see i've, I've watched some of your videos and i'm like how the heck did he do that right like right. Talk to us about like like very basic like how do you how does that like what do you do specifically yeah. and like how can one do that wow um i know we're putting you in a spot with that one I know it's just like it's another long answer. Um, <laughs> all we want at all. Oh yeah. Um. Well, you know, it starts out with the idea, starting out with the concept. Um, whether I get inspiration from music, anime, um, maybe some other movies, some video games I used to play, you know, when I was younger. Um, maybe something I would see on Instagram. You know, I'm talking about something I would see on YouTube. Um, just anything that would spark an idea. Then. When, if I'm doing it alone, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it simple. Just pretend like I'm doing it alone, not with other people. Um, I would literally think of the idea for weeks, if not months, because you know I'm trying to get my life together. So like mm-hmm. I don't got time to make videos all day every day. Um, and then I already got the camera, so it's as simple as you know cleaning my workspace, cleaning cleaning my room or this the studio. <laughs> um, getting the camera out, um, positioning the camera in the right positions, how I see it in here, and once again, it's it's a lot of expressing what's in here. Um, side tangent. Um, I'm I'm okay with like expressing myself verbally, but I'm like really good like expressing myself um visually. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those is like all right. So if I imagine the 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 camera on that corner of the wall, then we're gonna have to put it on that corner of the wall, and then maybe another camera angle from that corner of the wall. We gotta put the um, camera over there. Um, so yeah, I record it. I act it out, which is the most important part because um, spoiler alert. Um, you know the holograms aren't really there. <laughs> um, so I have to pretend like something's actually there, which is um very underrated in my opinion because people could do certain things, but if they don't really act or pretend like something's really there, then is it really there? Yeah. Um, act it out, record it, um, you know, 
throw it into my, my laptop, throw it into After Effects, which is a video editing software. It's a bit more sophisticated than iMovie, Premiere Pro, um, Final Cut, all that. Um, throw in throw in the effects. If I have any questions, simple as just Googling it or YouTubing it. Um, I didn't go to school for any of this. It's as simple as like how to make a hologram. Um, how do I make a lightsaber with my pick? You know what I'm talking about? All that stuff. Yeah. It's funny because like I'm telling you this right now with people listening and the funniest part is, is that like I put in the work and I put in dedication and it's just as simple as just doing that, you know, just putting in the work mm. and dedication. Yeah. Um, after I export the visuals, you know, I edit some of the audio because audio is very important. Um, on the low ski, it really is. Um, export it again for the final export after, you know, I check it and double check it and triple check it. Um, after that, it's time for me to look over it over and over, um, be like, oh my gosh, I actually did it. Like, I actually appreciate the fact that um, I, I created something that I've had in here for weeks. Um, post it on social media, push it to 50 of my closest friends, you know. <laughs> um, um, hopefully they, they push it to their friends and, you know, that's, that's kind of how the cycle goes. Mm. Wow. That's, that's dope. Yeah, because it sounds like there's a lot that goes into this creative process. Like, and it sounds like it's a lot to get it out of your head and to the world, right? And um, it might look like a like a what eight second video, twelve second video to us, but this has been weeks, months that you've been pondering this, thinking about the angles. Mm. One thing you said, I thought. Um, I didn't even really like, I didn't, it just, I didn't want to skip over. It was the fact that you said this, this the effects, the sound effects, because one thing to look at the visual, but it's the sound effects with that little, that adds that little cherry on the top. And it's really cool to, to hear the details that you go into. And yes, like you explained it to us, but like, it's not that simple. Right. And, and the fact that you, yours look good. Like I watched yeah, one where you right. were like, you were getting you did you did the get ready with me and you were like sh- sifting through i'm like dang with that eyes, thing. yeah with the eyes right yeah. yeah um one of the things you put on your uh you intentionally put on your social media is glasses like why why is that like your your staple um wow what i agree with that um well, I'm blind. I'm actually blind. I need glasses to see. Um, yeah, it's as simple as that. I just, that first video, I just typed glasses, hologram popped out. I just thought it was cool. Um, everybody thought it was dope. Um, and once again, I figured that if I just type my glasses, a hologram pops out, then I'm on brand. I could pretty much do whatever, whatever I want. Um, and now I figure <laughs> it's so funny for years. Um, where do I begin? In the beginning, I've always wanted glasses because I thought it was cool. But then you start realizing, like, you can't really sleep on your side. You know what I'm talking about? You can't really play basketball with your glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized is that I turned um, a crush into a clutch by mm-hmm. being able to, like, tap my glasses and have it, like, a cool thing and, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of my thing around. I like that. Yeah, that, that's cool. We're so, all sitting here with glasses. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Um, so... You talked a little bit about uh, what inspires you. Can you talk to us more about what or who inspires you? Um. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to think of who, though. 
it's it's the who's a it, the who's hard but the what's easy um once again it's like video games anime if i could go into more specifics um when i was younger i used to play a lot of halo here's a war um call of duty um nintendo games you know mario party pokemon um anime wise into naruto you know when you saw the the eyes the, the it was a shining down eyes um what was it naruto my hair academia um music i like to listen to lo-fi music is my favorite genre but i would listen to like j cole drake um Javish gambino the weekend um and it literally be like Cause I don't know how recent of the videos y'all seen, but um, I was inspired by Tyga's um, um, "Still Got It," "Still Got It," I believe. Um, and I'm coming out with like another like cool effect video that features like the weekend song "Wasted Time." So um, I'm trying to think of what else. I'm trying to think of what else. I guess going for walks in the city kind of inspires me, but not too much. It's mainly like music and anime and stuff. And I apologize, I can't give you a who. I just can't. I, I honestly can't give you a who. No, that's fine. Um, that's cool. Uh, what is your ultimate career goal? The mission is YouTube. Um, I started YouTube back in 2020, took a break with it this year because I figured maybe if I gathered an audience on TikTok and got better with gathering an audience on Instagram. I can start pushing them to YouTube um, after 12 months. I, I feel like it's it kind of worked, but there's a smarter way for me to do it. But um, I really want to be that YouTuber that makes skits, maybe sometime, you know, a vlog. If I get to, if I get a big enough audience, I don't mind teaching my audience, you know, how I do the things I do. Um, but I really want people to be like, yeah, Mr. Eli Rooney is, is a YouTuber. He, he makes a living off of YouTube. Um, he's entertaining, he's, he's funny, he's cool. Um, but he's just mainly like that YouTube guy. And I, I love that because YouTube, like people, when people say I'm a YouTuber, like that can mean so many different things, like, and people make money off of YouTube, um, just doing different things. And it's really cool to hear this, but when I see your, your holograms and, and your videos, I'm like, man, like you, I think of like, we just watched Wakanda forever. We had a guest on um from the movie and i see like all the visual effects there and i'm like is that is that like also a goal like you want to you want to maybe do movies or, or tv or anything like that and do visual effects there i mean if the opportunity comes my way maybe i'll do it one time for the one time but um i've thought about this for a while and it's like if it's not youtube then it's like i i don't want to do it long term you know what i'm talking about mm. Um, I understand that YouTubers pick up clients like there's some YouTubers and even like other influencers on TikTok and Instagram that be working with like Marvel or they'd be collaborating for like Harry Potter or something like that. Like that would be dope. You know what I'm talking about? If I'm still able to be like that YouTuber and be like, oh, by the way, you know, thanks for the 100,000 subscribers. They just did something for Marvel. It was dope. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's and, and I've also thought about it, too. Like, maybe maybe I don't know too much about the industry, but I get the sense of like, um, all right, finally, you've finally gotten this VFX job and now you finally work for said company. Okay, now you have to like do rotoscoping. You have to do this for the company and that for the company. And, you know, you might have to pull in long hours because they know how much you love this stuff. So we're, you're going to make sure you work like 12, 19, 
20 hours you know what i'm talking about mm. and then you're thinking to yourself like all right you know maybe some of these ideas are cool but then like some of these ideas are dumb or like like my ideas are better like wait until i become like a director then i'm gonna mm. be able to express my ideas and this and a third and then come to find out that they either brainwash you or you realize that maybe your ways was, was way too difficult for to execute and when you become like a director maybe you'll be able to express yourself but then that's like another 15 20 years down the road when mm. i could just literally just pull together a youtube video in a month and just show people yeah mm. so essentially it's your like you're you're like being your own director right like you have an idea and you want to create it so yeah. you simply create it right. which yeah. i think is cool they um i think in the industry or they call that a journeyman right like you kind of do it your way which is really cool to hear i did have a question though um how many black men are in this realm of like visual effects not including me i met one other i believe his name was anderson something anderson but he worked um he worked with he worked on spider-man um the old spider-man the Tobey Maguire spider-man other than that maybe because i'm not doing my research once again, maybe mm. I'm staying in my bubble. Maybe I'm only focused on myself. But um, professionally, it's 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 difficult to find people like me. Yeah, um, and it's it's crazy. If I could continue rambling about this, it's so it's so difficult to find a person like myself. Even like on social media, like for for years, especially when I started YouTube, I was like, all right, bet I'm gonna find like another YouTuber who also does VFX and skits, and like we're gonna collab and we're gonna make cool videos and this down the third. And then I remember um, networking, like I'm going on Facebook groups and stuff, and it'd be like Lifetime or Beauty or like pranks. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you enjoy the stuff I enjoy? You know what I'm talking about? Um, and it took me almost forever um, to start to, to finally find, actually, I should say, um, Immortal DJ. I know he was on your your podcast uh, yeah. Yep. last week. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember when I first saw Immortal DJ stuff, it was like, like I was just scrolling and whatever. No, wait. No, 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 no. It went like this. I posted something. I can't remember what I posted, but I posted something. He commented. I have no idea what possessed me, but I actually looked at the the user. I clicked on the user because I rarely do that. But I clicked on the user and I saw he was doing all these effects and skits. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's doing what I'm doing. Wait a minute. And he's black. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. And then when I found out yeah. he was in Chicago, I was like, ah. <laughs> or I hit him up quick. I was like, "Yo, why you live so far?" He was just like, "Everybody says that." I was just like, "Man, <laughs> wow, but, that's um, crazy." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's really difficult. It's like really rare for me to find like another. Um, thanks to Mortal DJ, he showed me some more VFX artists, and some of them are black. Um, and I'm starting to find more VFX artists like on TikTok, just like here and there but it's still like a small pool of us you know what i'm talking about and even so it's like um i'm noticing what a lot of people are doing is like they're how do i say it? they're 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 a little bit original but they're, they're a bit more niche so it, it wouldn't be like a very unique mystery library concept it would be more like a hey i'm gonna pretend to be naruto for this one skit or hey i'm gonna be pretend to be like black Goku for like this one skit which is cool but then it's also like like it's, it's once again it's very hard to specifically find people like myself and i feel like off the top of my head 
the closest two VFX artists I can think of is Immortal DJ and um, Spring Boy um, Official, both on Instagram and TikTok. Shout out to y'all. Um, they, they make original content, in my opinion. Um, and then it's just like a little hint of like things that you recognize, but it's not like a, it's not like they're trying to pretend to be somebody for like the, the, the video or the episode. So. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what's been the biggest obstacle you've had in your career and how have you overcome it? This was one of the questions I actually did remember and had to think about for like an hour. I'm going to say, I'm going to say myself. And mm. in some ways I was able to overcome myself and in some ways I'm still holding myself back. Um, to give you another long story, um, if I was like years younger, I would blame it on my parents. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, like they just don't understand me. They won't understand me. Yada, yada, yada. Like if I get in trouble, they're going to be like, all right, you can't do the video stuff. Why, you know, what do you if I was about a year younger, I would blame it on my job. I'll be like, I'm working in a nine to five. I ain't got time to pump out videos the way I want to pump out. But it's it truly comes down to just myself. It's just like, you know, a lot of people always tell me that I'm hard on myself. Um, I'm, I'm my worst critic. I think I've gotten better with that. But the fact of the matter is, um, I want to do it, but if I wanted to do it more, I could do it more. If I could, if I wanted to do it more, I would stop coming up with the excuses I come up with. Um, I would figure out ways, you know, I would pull like five all-nighters in a row. I don't care how tired I am. You know what I'm talking about? And once again, maybe it just sounds like I'm hard on myself, but there's times where I felt I felt like I was holding myself back. Um, I was hesitant on a lot of opportunities. And hey, maybe, you know, it was for the good, maybe it was for the bad, but um, I'd be in my way a lot. So. Mm. That's that's a good realization. Um, how, how old are you? I'm 26 years young. 26 years young what i i would say i'm a, I'm a little older i'm 30 about to be 31 um and i would say in terms of like well i, I think you're already realizing it right like you you said like you could have blamed this you could have blamed that and right. I, I you hit it right on the money it's like like what can you control yes those things may have happened your parents may have not understood you or their job may be something you don't want to do for the rest of your life. But I love that you're realizing that. And I think that's what it comes down to. The more we can take responsibility for the actions and the things that we can control, the better quality of life we're going to have. And you're, you're still young. You still got so much future ahead of you. And I'm looking at your videos and I'm seeing like right. how crazy they are. And like you being a YouTuber, I'm like, like a, YouTube being your main source of income. I, th I don't think you're too far off, right? No. Like you're just a video away. You just need the right person, right people yep. to see your video. So my 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 um encouragement to you is to keep keep grinding. Um, but also there's balance because you can grind yourself into burnout, or you can be strategic about how you do it. Hey, I know I have to work from this time and I have this time to get to my goal. So let's focus on there. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my little like big brother uh, encouragement to you there. I was free. Um, I did want to ask you, what are some things that like what drives you like what drives you to keep pushing? Like, you know, you took a year off of YouTube, like when you're 
when you have to go to work and you can't make videos 24 seven and, and life hits you, like what keeps driving you to make that next video? Um, there is a couple of things. Um, one is the life that I know I can have. Um, if I could go into more detail about it, it's like, once again, I see YouTubers and, um, no discredit to them. They put in the work, they make the network. But then it's like I, I look at their stuff and I'm like I don't get it. My stuff is like you know what I'm talking about. But they're the ones you know living in high rise buildings, right? They're the ones um pumping out videos, three videos a week. I'm talking about they're the ones that bought their mom that Tesla, right? Um, they're they're the ones doing that. I'm the one that's still like you know living with his dad. Um, so it's like it's like if they could do it, and I have I have my skill like then I obviously can make it. It's just a fact of matter of, of me being consistent and not quitting in this and the third. Um, so it's pretty much the life that I want. Obviously, the life that I would like to share with my friends um, and my family. Um, a quick example is that uh, um, a quick example of that, I should say, it's like midnight over here. Um, a quick example of that is um, I was I was collaborating on this massive project with a friend and there's finally a premiere showing of it like a red carpet premiere showing of it um and you know i have to go because i'm a part of the crew but he said that i could invite fam um family or friends um so i straight up like you know i'm gonna see my mom so you know i'm talking about um you know hanging out with friends you know why not come to this red carpet premiere because in my opinion i'm like i don't know the next time i'm gonna be doing this you know um right. and it's just dope to have like that experience with, with, with them you know it's not like the super expensive house or nothing, but it's a start you know yeah. um and then last but not least um it's crazy because i totally forgot about this and i would always brush over this part but it's the fact of the matter of me being able to create what i want it's just like <sighs> um whatever begin with that um i keep saying that i keep saying like i want to be able to create what i want but it's just like why make more videos why make more videos if it's about the metrics or if it's about becoming a famous youtuber no it's also like i'd love just to like express my ideas tell stories um do skits do cool things on tv so um even when i'm at my most frustrated or at my most drained you know maybe take a day or two off because you know i'm drained but then i'm like nah like that idea that deal was dope you know what i'm talking about we're gonna show yeah. people because that idea was dope so um all that so good it's great um what's been the um your most favorite project that you've uh worked on i have a favorite and a best may i please say both yeah of course thank god okay <laughs> um <laughs> my my favorite would be um the sandwich thief video on my youtube channel um because it, it incorporates so much between me having a concept, me collaborating with my friend, like if ever or whenever you see the video, it's me and my friend doing the video, um, me doing YouTube, me getting creative, me making it funny. Like if you watch it, it's about me stealing some guys, like my friend's sandwich. But like the way I'm doing it, it's just like super, it's just, it's just funny. Um, recording it didn't take too much. It only took like a few hours. Recording it, we, we had a blast, we laughed, you know, it, it was fun. Um, Editing it didn't take no, no time at all. It took about like maybe a day or two. Um, and then the reactions from it was priceless. Like the comments I got and the feedback I got, it was priceless. 
So I think that's my favorite video just because of like how well it all came together. Mm -hmm. um, usually, um, I don't know how familiar you both are with like videos and video editing, but sometimes it can be stressful. Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming, um, mm -hmm. especially when you have a massive idea. Um, but my most best idea is also on YouTube. It's called Computerized Loving by Malik Pollux. Shouts out to Malik Pollux, and that's another one of my friends. Um, Malik Pollux, he's a um, R&B singer, rapper, um, musician, very professional. Um, we was able to collab on this one thing. Um, so, the, so the the concept was imagine imagine this. So you're listening to your favorite song, right? Headphones on, right? And you kind of feel like singing it, you know, dancing a little bit to it, as if you're in the music video, right? So I was like, wouldn't it be cool if you put on headphones into particular songs or particular artists? you are transported into that music video like that whole experience but only through the headphones so it wouldn't be like a glasses thing or like a visual thing it would just be like you put in the audio and boom you're there right mm. so so it pretty much starts out like that like i'm just trying to sleep at like 3 a.m my friend calls me he's like yo yo listen to my new song i'm like malik what the heck <laughs> like it's 3 a.m mm. I listen to his song and I'm like in his music video and he's just like doing his thing, whatever, you know, I'm talking, I'm like, wait, what's this, what's going on? He's not even paying attention to me. He's just like doing his thing. Um, but the only thing about it is that it, it did take, you know, a lot of effort, a lot of time, um, a lot of editing. Um, but I like to call that my final form, even though my graphics has gotten better since that video It's still like, a, I have yet to do like a massive skip like that. Mm. Um, since then I, I uploaded it back in like October of last year. So um, I'm looking forward to like my next skits on YouTube whenever I can get to those. Um, but that's section of this one. Mm, love that. That's so dope. Um, one quite one last question before we transition. What does it mean to be authentically you? I want to say, for me personally, I like to fit in and stand out at the same time, mm. because I've I've learned that a lot of people want to be related to things. Like that's what makes like even the most abstract, like Star Wars and like Avatar, the blue people Avatar, even Galactic Avenger, is that the fact that it's like relatable to people. Mm -hmm. um, but my thing is that once you start doing what everybody else is doing, you know, the TikTok dances, the the pointing verbal trends, you know what I'm talking about? It's just like, it's not, it, you're, you're just looking like everybody else. But if you can find a way to like be relatable to people, but then also find a way to just like stand out and just also kind of be yourself a little bit, um, it's super beneficial. And that's kind of what makes me authentically. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. Hey, all right. So our next uh, segment is called Rapid Fire. Beep, 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 beep. Now, this is where we ask you three questions. Um, first thing that comes to mind, don't pass go, don't pull up YouTube, don't phone a friend. This is the first thing that comes to mind, all right? They're super deep, by the way. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Can I use the what, is your, <laughs> what is your favorite holiday and why? Oh, my favorite holiday. Oh, snap. Wow. Wow. 
I feel like it's almost a tiebreaker between um, Juneteenth and um, Dominican Independence Day. Um, I have uh, both half African American, half Dominican. Um, the Dominican Independence Day because it falls into February. That's also Black History Month, so it's like a it's like a, a nice day for myself. Mm-hmm. And then you know Juneteenth, obviously um, for Black people. But then I also learned that June is also Caribbean Heritage Month, so it's it's like a it's like, like a double second double. Yeah, it's like a double oh, double wow. um, both in like June and February. So yeah, that's see. awesome. We actually did that's a cool. we did a whole podcast um, earlier in our uh, episodes about Juneteenth. So I love that you said that. Yeah. Uh, Apple or PC? Uh, Apple or PC? Both, honestly. I, I currently have a PC, but I I don't I don't. I don't care. Last question is, when was the last time you cried? Last time I cried. When was the last time I cried? Oh, my gosh. I... I honestly can't remember, but can I tell you a very emotional time, like a very emotional moment of mine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I'm so mad. I could have sworn I cried like three days ago, but I can't remember. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so my parents are divorced. It sucks, but you know, I'm grown now, so I have to get over it. Um, but I remember from my graduation, um, I remember both my parents coming to my graduation, but they wasn't sitting next to each other. And my thing was like, I just feel like it's awkward when like now my my mom and my dad are anywhere near each other just because it's like, you know, (laughs) they don't like each other no more. Right. Mm. So um, it was just dope for them both to come through. And I figured that maybe I could take pictures with my mom and then I could take pictures with my dad and then, you know, whatever. But then um, I remember I remember venting to my girlfriend at the time. We, we broke up, but at the time, I remember venting to her about it. I was just like, "Yeah, yo, you're so lucky because, like, you know, your parents came through, and you know, you know, you, you know, you have a happy family and this and a third, and you know, my parents are divorced." And she was just like, "Oh man, it sucks, whatever." So I remember sitting, waiting for my name to be called, and then she texted me. She was like, "Yo, I'm gonna make it happen." I was like. I looked over my friend like, yo, I think I'm about to cry. He was like, yeah, man, it's a pretty emotional moment. You know, we're about to graduate. I was like, man, after this graduation, yo. So, you know, I graduated, walk, whatever. Everybody's cheering me on, you know, casual stuff. Um, we're dismissed. Everybody's going to try to find their families and stuff. And I remember seeing my father first, my father and some of his family first and taking pictures with him. And then um, my mom's come through and my ex-girlfriend brings my mom. And um, I, I shake a little bit right now, but I promise no tears this time. But um, my mom's and her family come through, and everybody's just like, like, like super happy to see each other for the first time in years. Um, and like, I just couldn't believe it because they just like they wasn't arguing nothing. Like, obviously they was here for you know there for me. Um, but it was so emotional that I literally buried my face and just started like crying because it was just like. Like I just I just couldn't believe like the fact that like like my mom and my dad was literally in the same space. And then mm. I was just like, oh, is it possible if I get a picture with my I'm not gonna cry, I promise. <laughs> um if I can get a picture with you know, you know, I asked my dad, I was like, is it cool if I get a picture with you and, and mom? And he was like, Yeah, sure. Let's you know, let's do it. 
and I remember putting like the biggest smile on my face because I, I I just wouldn't know the next time I like I'll have my um my mother and my father and my brother together in like one spot for a photo like mm. ever again. Mm. Um, so wow. we took a few. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. I promise. <laughs> I'm fighting it. I'm a man, you know, all that. But um, yeah, no, it was just a mix between that and seeing like both sides of my family. Um, I'm seeing both sides of my family, just like, you know, they're supporting and, you know, my ex-girlfriend being able to make it happen. Um, yeah, it was just like a nice moment. We took some photos and it was so like powerful that as soon as, because the deal was that I was supposed to go with my mom to celebrate my graduation right after graduation. So as soon as my dad and my and his side was like, all right, it's time for us to go. I was like, no, come back. <laughs> I was like, no, come back. Um, and then like, um, long story short, the, the the restaurant that we had to go to um, to celebrate was like 30 minutes away. And like at least a good 10, 15 minutes of it was spent me crying like in the back, like with my ex-girlfriend next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just feeling it. She was just like, yo, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. It was just, oh, wow. <sighs> oh, I almost shed a tear. I almost shed a tear just remembering it. I, whenever yeah. I see the photos, I was like, it just, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, Eli, this has been awesome. It's been great to hear your story. We're super excited to see where you end up and uh you're just putting out great work uh where can people find you wow okay um mr eli rooney on tiktok and instagram that's m-r-e-l-i-r-o-o-n-e-y mr eli rooney on youtube m-r period e-l-i-r-o-o-n-e-y no space and i do have a website um not really pushing that too much just yet but i do have a website mr eli Perfect. Let's what do you got? Go. Go, what do you got? What do you got coming next? Can, yeah. can you give us any looks? Coming up next. Okay. Um, still got to finish up my batch of other videos, but what's coming up next? Friday, I'm doing another collab. Um, if you're listening to this and if you're into Naruto, you should most definitely check it out. I'm gonna do a Chidori. Um, I don't know. Yeah, y'all probably don't know what that is. It's like lightning in my hand or something. Um. If you're into the weekend, I'm gonna post like another weekend video. Um, it's gonna be super cool because one of the concepts about I have is uh, the clone with the red headphones, just me with red headphones, just like lip syncing and whatever. So I'm gonna do a cool video with the weekend song, and I'm gonna come out with one more song by Givian, um, Heartbreak Anniversary, another collab. So before the end of the year. Yes, well, you guys heard it here first, Eli. This has been amazing. Thank you. For- First of all, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being vulnerable and being authentic with you on this podcast. We don't take that lightly. So we appreciate you. We tell everybody who comes on once, you're welcome to come back on again. Um, I'm glad we could get you on early in your career because the sky's the limit for you. And we're excited to see uh, where it takes you for sure. So thank Absolutely. you again. Absolutely. Well, thank, thank you both for your time. Um, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to talk with both of you. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, well, until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace. Peace. You know what? I want I want a personal video now, Tony. I want I want one where I'm shooting things out of my hand now. I I I think think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do what he told me, you know? Bro, I I think 
Mikey, if we ever do a season two, he should do our artwork, man. That joint would look fire. Yeah, like his stuff he's putting out is is really good quality. Like I was watching some of his videos and I just see the intent behind it. I see the progress. I looked back, you know, some older videos and um, like I said, he's 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 you know one video away, you know, yep. or just the right person to to, to catch catch it. And I honestly can see him like maybe helping out with co- collabing with some movies or TV shows. And I'm excited to see his uh, yeah his journey for sure. Yeah, I mean he's so young, like he has so much time to still hone in on his craft. Um, and yeah, like you said, one video away, like. All he's got to do is meet, you know, that next up-and-coming YouTuber to get him in the room. Like, he's got the potential. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to be dope. Also, shouts out to him for being vulnerable, you know, especially at the end of the podcast. And it was, it was, it was really cool to see because I feel like a lot of black men, we put up this stigma that, like, we have to be so hard and right can't cry and yep. have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders so for him to be vulnerable at the very end like i really respected that a lot yeah it it was hands down a, a beautiful moment yeah but you guys know what time it is it's time for the friendship quiz guys ring the alarms tell your friends tell the neighbors we got the friendship quiz the quiz all quizzes where you guys get to figure out if tony and i are actually friends or if we are not. And Tony's been doing pretty good with, with my questions. And I think I got his last one right. So, Tony, what do you have for me? All right. I think I may have asked this already, but hey, if I did, great. If not, great. Who is... My favorite basketball player. I don't. Did you ask this? You did ask this, I think. And I. Oh gosh, here we go again. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Do we even pay attention when I talk? No, you. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> James Harden. Yes, you did ask this. Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm like. There you go. You like the Celtics, right? Yes. I'm like, there's nobody on the Celtics. And I think last time, who did I say last time? I didn't say James Harden. I don't know yeah, what I, I love his beard. I, I'm envious of his beard. And he's a phenomenal ball player. And you both are left-handed. That's true. I'm such a better friend. Lefties for the win. Bro, you're not a better friend. I got your friendship quiz right, and you got it wrong. Doesn't matter, Tony. Come on, man. I knew that you guys were both lefties, which therefore (laughs) makes me the better friend to you and James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, hey, as you can see, Tony and I are great friends. He asked me the same questions over and over again, and that's great. But until next time, y'all, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace out. Peace.